0: Welcome to Inspire and Innovate, a podcast for educators, produced by the faculty of St. Andrew's Episcopal School in beautiful Jackson, Mississippi. As you rev up for the busy beginning of the school year, we are excited to offer you this mini series of power-packed conversations featuring local educators around the Jackson, Mississippi metro area. These folks do good work every day, and they remind us that our school and our faculty are a small portion of the incredibly rich ecosystem of teaching professionals in this area. We can't do this job alone, and we have so much to learn from our colleagues near and far. We believe storytelling is the best way to make sense of the complexities of our profession, so please enjoy this mini-series, Living It, Stories from the Teaching Life. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to two of my favorite humans, not to mention educators, in the Jackson metro area, Shamia Hopper and Lucy Kaplan. I had the distinct pleasure of working with both of them while at Millsaps College, and I can quite honestly say that both Lucy and Shamia feature a pretty killer combination. They are simultaneously real. They are both uber brilliant. Do people say Uber anymore? Yeah. Okay. cool. I'm still cool. They are three, 100% committed to more equitable spaces for teaching and learning for all youth. And number four, most importantly, they are fun to be around. Um, (laughs) And so let me, right? You're so fun. We're already having fun. Uh, Let me introduce them real quick, and then we'll just jump into it. Shamia Hopper is a founding fourth grade teacher and grade team leader at Smilo Collegiate. Her passion is teaching black and brown kids that live in low-income areas in our state. After school, I just learned she runs a vegan meal prep business called Shania's Food Diaries. Find her on Instagram. I'm gonna find you on Instagram. I barely ever use Instagram, but I might need some help. <laughs> Lu- the theme of all of these podcasts is that I'm old, P.S. <laughs> Lucy Kaplan is my second guest, and Lucy is entering her third year teaching middle school, ELA, in Jackson, Mississippi. She is passionate about teaching writing, creating an accessible and inclusive classroom, and education policy. After school, she self-publishes her own writing, which is like totally an English teacher thing. (laughs) But get ready for this. She also sings in a punk band and is like kind of a star from what I hear.
1: To who? Kind of a big deal. (laughs) Kind of the biggest deal. I think she's a really big deal. There's about three people in the Memphis area. That are very interested in my band. And
0: from them, I have heard <laughs> that you are a big deal. We yeah. aren't here to talk about the punk band, but I'm just saying if that comes up, you know, it could it could totally come sure. up. Shivia Lucy, welcome! <laughs> Thank you so much. I cannot think of a better conversation <laughs> to have on a Monday afternoon. Um so this is this whole like series is about storytelling, and both of you are really good storytellers. Hence your invitation to come on. So, whoever wants to take this, the first pitch of the day, I just did a pitch for those not <laughs> seeing me. Tell us a story. It was a good pitch, too. Tell us the story of your way into teaching. Did you know you wanted to teach? Did you plan to teach? Do you have a story of a moment um, whenever you hit that realization? Any story,
1: any story. <laughs> I think I can do it. Yeah, I. So I have a couple of learning delays and was diagnosed pretty young as a kid, and like chemically, I cannot do math. I tell my students that every year. I'm like, please don't give me your math homework. I will be not only unhelpful, but we'll both be upset. Like, <laughs>
0: it's not going to be a good scenario.
1: Yeah, it'll be bad. Um, so, and I was in the public schools in Memphis, mm-hmm. and it was like great until all of a sudden it was not great, yeah. and then it was like really super not great. <laughs> and you know, you, I just hit a wall where I felt like public schools just could not really do much to help me, through no fault of any of my teachers, but just because that's the way things are set up to go, Um, and so I was lucky, lucky, wrong word, privileged enough to be able to go to Catholic school from there and, um, you know, manage to graduate, thank goodness, but I, um, the whole time, the people that really stepped up for my education and cared about me enough to put in the extra work, I Felt like I really respected, and I felt like I really wanted to do something similar mm-hmm. to what they were doing. Um, and so, right out of college, I really thought I wanted to be in ed leadership, principal, superintendent, something like that. But um it only took about six months for me to be like, oh no, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially with COVID, you know, seeing what my principal did, I was, was like. A great
0: time to- Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Would not touch it with a 10 foot kit. Couldn't pay me enough money. They're not paying him enough money. No. I, yeah. So, <laughs> but I have also learned that I really love classroom teaching, that it's fantastic <laughs> and it's a great niche for me. So
0: yeah. That, I did not know that full story, Lucy. This is very, there you go. this is very exciting. That's the condensed version. So, okay. Tell me what, like the Catholic school thing worked for you a little bit better or was it, what was it about it? What?
1: I mean, it was Catholic school, so there's like a mm, St. Andrew's
2: a Catholic school.
0: We're an Episcopal school. Wait, oh. did you hear that?
1: No.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's about yeah.
1: This could be cut out.
0: No, this is uncensored, <laughs> real, raw truth.
1: Right um. Here. It was Catholic school, and I am Jewish, so it's, like, about mm. how uh, about how you th- would think that would go. But it, beyond that, I always felt like, and my parents really emphasized to me, like, unfortunately, that's just kind of the price you have to pay to, mm. like, to be able to learn which you know it's like messed up that's not ideal no. and um but it did end up being a really great situation for me because I felt like the kids that I met were more friendly because okay. I, they we just I think it just felt like you weren't having to like fight for your life every single day yeah. <laughs> the way that maybe you weren't in a larger school and also it was I just was able to get involved individualized attention from teachers, which just, and nobody was on a like testing schedule or anything like that. So it wasn't like, how do we get this bubble kid into like the proficient wrong but it was like okay how do we get Lucy to like pass algebra Mm -hmm. one (laughs) that was Mm -hmm. much more what the focus is which is a lot better for me because I was not going to be math proficient at any point um, but I did really need stimulation in English especially and so it was like okay well I could take math that I'm I could maybe handle in public school while also taking an extremely under stimulating English class or I could get the correct amount Mm -hmm. of engagement that I needed and a little more help when I did and yeah it was a lot better I think a lot about how like we'll pick on Millsaps since that's what we all share
0: my fave activity we love love Millsaps we love Millsaps I will say (laughs) I feel like one of the biggest perks of a place like Millsaps not that the professors aren't awesome they are we love them all our past and Past and present. But also, it's just the size, man. Like, And that's oh, yeah. kind of what you're describing. Like, It's kind of like you could take the same teachers and the same kids and just m- kind of create a smaller community of folks with more time and less sort of... Con- anyway. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I definitely... My high school was not necessarily small mm-hmm. in the scheme of things. I think my graduating class was 250 okay. or something yeah, like that. That's so pretty, not pretty tiny. The but... Um, Compared to the public schools in the area, it was actually small. It was yeah. pretty small, yeah. And also, just there were more teachers because when you got money, you can hire more teachers. Crazy how that works. Minute,
0: minute, minute. <laughs> well, Shamia Hopper, you have been very silent. I'm very excited <laughs> to hear your answer. Tell us about your story. your way in.
2: What's funny is I went to college at Millsaps College of America. Of America. That's not fair, everybody. Um, to be a doctor of medicine. Good job, doctors. Who thought (laughs) that? (laughs) We do need them. And then my second semester of organic chemistry, on the third day after he taught us, quote unquote, for those who can't see me, I cried (laughs) and went to my advisor and I said, I can't do chemistry, so I need something else. And she said, oh, why don't you take human development? And I was like, Doctor
1: Desutter. Sounds good.
2: We were probably in that class together. Probably, I know who I was in that class with. He who shall. Remain. Oh, I know what
1: you're talking about. <laughs> who, he who
2: shall remain unnamed. We <laughs> had multiple classes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm remaining silent for my own. <laughs> he has a reputation. Um, <laughs> and I took that class. And my favorite thing about all of the education classes was the community engagement component. Yeah. So it's like, if you did want to be a teacher and you were there in there on purpose, it's like, this is the reality. If you didn't know, and you went in there, it's like, this is the reality. And when I saw the reality, I was like, mm-hmm. oh wow. I think I could do this. And then we kept going in the education department and we learned the ugliest, dirtiest truths of education <laughs> and hierarchies. And I was like, oh man, I need to be here. So I became a teacher <laughs> Yeah, for the riches and the fame, but mostly for the kids yeah. who look like me. And also, I could re- relate to a lot of them, because I was just like, I remember being a tutor at one of the after-school programs, and a little boy came to me, he was like, I don't know what this is. And I was like, kid, when I got in college, I do not know what he was talking about either. Yeah. And so I was like, wow you're only in third grade, so I don't want you to have to go to college and have the same feeling I thought. Because when I got to Mills House, I was like, oh, I don't need to be here. I don't deserve to be here. I know nothing of what they're talking about. And I was like, no kid deserves to go to college and feel like mm-hmm. that. Because first of all, if you got into college, like that's an accomplished, accomplishment within yeah. itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I need to be a teacher. <laughs> I need to be a teacher. So I became a teacher.
0: You for real did. Like and for crazy And for three lady. years, both <laughs> of you crazy people have been, I can't believe you've been teaching for three years we're so old you're Just so old tear. not <laughs> Girl, me but you are my so cheek old. I can't believe it um I was shaking my head while you were talking to me because you're such a rock star at Millsaps at least by the time I knew you which was pretty like you know what, like sophomore, sophomore, year. sophomore year you were already uh, pedagogy I'm trying to believe you that you struggled at Millsaps I'm trying to I'm trying. I literally I you. I
2: met a math expert yesterday um for training and I was like in awe it was an eight-hour training. Was it a great training? And I was in awe the whole Okay. Time. We
0: have a math lover and we have a math not lover. But That's interesting. But also,
2: it was literally because she just really emphasized how in the United States we do math wrong. Because yes. no kid should be like, well, since I don't know how to do this formula, I don't know how to do this. Yes. She's like, it's so many ways to do math. Yes. yes. And that's I literally true. told her how I got the argument with a professor because he kept trying to tell me my way was wrong, but we kept getting the same answer. So this is like so crazy.
0: This is the way of the teaching of math these days, which drives all the parents crazy because they're like, crazy. that's not how I learned it. What's the quickest way to get to the thingamajig but now it's like how many strategies can you yes and it is like a beautiful we had some speaker on it was so interesting we had a speaker on you would have loved this I'll share this podcast with you (laughs) about like global studies and he like he leads something like the world's leading schools foundation something like that it's all about global (laughs) studies anyway I was like okay he was talking big picture abstract super genius guy and I was like okay but like how does this look like I'm a classroom teacher what does this look like and he legit brought that up he was like okay you're teaching math. You're teaching a particular thing, and guess what? Like, you can do things in multiple ways, and rather than, like, shut them down, if you, like, elucidate and open them up, that is helping establish a global disposition, like, an open sort of inclusive disposition to the world. Anyway, math instructor, who knew? I can't wait. You have always loved math, and I have always tried to figure (laughs) that out about you. Because Lucy high. and I were ELA.
1: Oh my God, yeah.
2: <laughs> math is cool though.
1: I wish you had been my math teacher. I know. That would have been so fun.
2: I probably would have learned math. <laughs> I just learned, y'all, the Dutch. D- oh my God. The you know, United States is so behind. FYI, Shamir Harper said that. But <laughs> the Dutch does math in the most simplest the way. The Dutch! I don't know anything about this. Me Neither. But. What? Except what I learned yesterday, y'all, so I'm an expert. Um, <laughs> they do math. You know how we stack in math? So, mm-hmm. like, big number, whatever, mm-hmm. we borrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, tens and ones. So, if it says, like, ten mm-hmm. minus three, you don't have to take three away from zero. What's zero minus three? And we were like, uh, negative three. She wrote negative three. She said, what's ten minus zero? It was like, ten. And then under it, it said ten minus three. What's ten minus three? It was like, seven. She was like, okay. Like, you didn't have to borrow anything. You didn't have to take away from a zero. You didn't have to scratch out the one.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Mental math. But not even that. Like, just like a number line. Ah. <laughs> uh, Utilizing your noggin.
2: Yeah. Like, you don't have noggin to be math. afraid of negative <laughs> numbers. <laughs> <sighs> I can do this the all day. The Dutch.
1: I did not. Okay. Well, um,
0: to be continued, a whole episode on the Dutch and math. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Good stories. You both win. A pluses on your stories. <laughs> Plus you think. a new one. This one, you're sort of in this weird stage of your career, I'd say. You're not a brand-new teacher. You're not. Honestly, I feel like both of you did so many applied things at Millsaps. You even entered your first year with some experience. You alluded to that teach me. But, like, do y'all have any stories about, like, er, an early experience teaching? It could be with a colleague. It could be with an administrator. It could be with a kid. It could be with a parent. Mine is the one where the parent it's like a kid, like screamed at me while i was like scooping them spaghetti on a plate cuz this kid got an a minus that was like a big formative one for me i'm never going to teach again mom i'm a t- i'm never going to do this um that's my story but this isn't about me <laughs> you have a story <laughs> early years okay so like first years teaching i'll say first yeah like, yeah trauma yeah. Or it could be drama. i'm sorry mine is a little drama. doesn't have to be sad doesn't have to elicit <laughs> strong sadness it, can be, if it can be joy i don't i ready to reflect it that way
2: I feel like we could say, like, we're even this though is early because we are in a pandemic. Like, we just learned what just happened how to teach. And I would think, I would say, I guess it's my third year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, my first year, it got ended by COVID. Got it.
0: Yeah. So you didn't even have a full first year. year. I
2: didn't
1: even think of that. And so. then last year was its own. What was that? Yeah. Because you were teaching kindergarten. Yeah. What last did you both year, right? t-
0: tell me? Yeah. Give us some background. What were you doing last year during COVID? Were you in person? What age group? What was happening?
2: It was the worst year Ugh. ever. Like yeah. people say, like your first year is your worst year, but that, that last year, horrible. Like teaching kindergarteners on Zoom with parents who don't know how to work Zoom. Ugh kids who are at home by themselves or with an older sibling who also has to be on Zoom. Oh, geez, yeah. And it's like also being like really understanding, but also like we got to close gaps because kids were out nine weeks. And I like, yesterday I literally looked at like my surroundings and I was like, for the first day, this just feels calm. Like wow, nobody, yeah. like the pandemic forced us to rush so many things mm-hmm. like because we had to make up gaps from the previous year, but also get this year's material. Mm-hmm. And so like I taught virtually or whatever from August to November. Okay. November we came in person. It was the smallest class size I've ever had. How many? It was ten kids. Ooh, beautiful. That's great. Like, I was like, why isn't all class size? Because this year I have thirty-three kids. But yeah, I'm gonna say something. But anyway, Um, you can do it. with Dr. (laughs) Russ 10 kids but then I get this news of well also you'll be teaching um, virtually too like at the same time and my immediate reaction was for
0: fourth grade oh for the for kindergarten yeah
2: and I was like so I had kids online I had kids kids in person
0: person and
2: more at home like 7 online
0: so you were teaching 17 yeah actually it was more like a billion (laughs) because concurrent teaching it was horrible shout out to everyone doing that that was horrible who did that it's yeah. so hard. It's impossible. I sub, like I barely did it, so I can't even talk about it. But I subbed a few times, and I was like, y'all, I can't do 45 minutes. How are you doing
2: this all day? Like, it's your mind is off. in two places all the time. <laughs> and with kindergartners. oh, with kindergartners. And I, like, felt so bad because I was like, I'm not doing a good <clears> enough job. <throat> I'm like ineffectively teaching my kids online because i have real bodies in front of me i have to stay six feet apart don't touch each other and then also they're also learning this social aspect like Mm -hmm. how you talk at home you can't talk here so it's like don't tell that person to do that but it's also like if you don't like that tell that person that so teaching social skills also stay away from each other also hold on i didn't unmute myself here are the directions also, masks.
0: Also, the the, masks. the kids, like, have just been through all the stress and trauma, and you've just been through, like, and I know you did a better job than you think you did, P.S.
2: And that's what everybody's saying. But I mean, I know you.
1: But, I mean, I also had that feeling of, like, I know this could be better. Like, it drove me uh, crazy. And my first year, especially, even pre-COVID, was really uh, marked by that feeling because yeah. I, wa- well, A, I was in a master's program, which was doing me no favors <laughs> mentally. Yeah. But also it was because I like, it's like, I just spend every day being like, I know in my brain that this is the dumbest possible way to handle this. I know it was like, I was watching myself suck all the time and being like, what come on, (laughs) we can't do any better than this. Come on, man. And like knowing for a fact, what, even what I could be doing better, but just, you know, so much of your first year is just like gut reactions to stuff, especially my like first semester. Probably it was like pure instinct. (laughs) And And it was always the wrong instinct. Every worst time, worst puzzle instinct every time, and so luckily by the time like Christmas and beginning of the year of the next year or you know rolled around, hmm. Christmas January rolled around, I was feeling much more capable, yeah. and I was like, all right, not so bad, I got this. I, I feel like maybe I can handle it, and then COVID happened. I like then
2: what happened. <laughs>
1: yeah, yes. and then COVID happened, and it was like, well. Starting over. Starting over. But I mean, honestly, I had a similar COVID experience because JPS was all virtual till winter break. And then after winter break, we came back hybrid. Luckily, my school only had maybe 30% of the kids come back in person, Mm -hmm. which questionable whether that was good for them or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it, it worked out well for us because it was not such a like, balancing act of like okay there aren't as many online but there are, most of you are here and mm-hmm. you know like you were saying it was much more like and seventh grade totally mm-hmm. different ball game Yeah, kindergarten, mm-hmm. in every way yeah. and so we're not yeah we're kind of similar I mean Both. like yes in a larger way <laughs> certainly the same but very different in terms of like um Like, I have to talk to you about your masks all the time. Didn't really have to do a lot of that. I didn't have to teach them any social stuff, thankfully, mostly. And so it was much more like you're coming to school to do online school, but with me in the room also. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which, like, is dumb. Like, nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. But it was was much more manageable, at least, and it gave me... A lot of opportunities to be chill about stuff, yeah. Which is always looking for those.
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so I don't want to like live in this fear of trauma, the, the movie <laughs> of you watching yourself make all the bad decisions. But like that resonated so, so much, especially my first year of teaching, because it does feel like so many decisions are coming at you all the time, all the time. and you have no time to be like, like in, <laughs> in school in our old mill size classes, <laughs> we could be like huh and like our like proverbial theory. theorize oh, theoretically like you shouldn't do that you should do that and like oh and then have this polished response versus like <gasps> like what do I do right now so like do you have do you have an example of one of those moments when you were like literally like I can't believe I'm making this decision right now in the classroom or do you have an example of a moment when you were like oh this is an actual inform. I I see myself getting better
1: at this. Like, you know, like this moment.
0: Okay, give give us a specific.
1: Well, so... <laughs> there was this, okay, so I will preface this by saying my first year teaching, I also felt like I had to be very much a type of teacher.
0: Um, you were be- acting, yeah.
1: It, because I was uh, working with a program that was um, very based on this one textbook that's charter school propaganda that I don't really want to talk about. But it, it,
0: it to be being a champion?
1: Yeah, really? maybe. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely for sure that one. And it was very like, you just got to be. The tough cookie teacher, a hundred percent of the time, and so I. Just like you. Yeah, I just can't make anyone believe that about me. <laughs> like I, you know, it's like I can't walk up to a child and be like, "Hello, it's me, a real tough guy." They're like, "No, you're not." Like, look at you. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." You know, and so I was getting observed one day. I hate it. The worst. Observed not by my principal, who loved me, but by the one of the people from my master's program I would encourage anyone out there to um get a master's for free if possible which is what I was trying to do probably don't do it while you're actively in your first year teaching I don't know who or painting who got it in our brains at Millsaps that like wasn't me no, it was not you, exactly. but somebody yeah. did. Was at some point like, yeah, just go get a master's degree. I was
0: always like, get experience first.
1: Freaking the easiest thing in the no. world. <laughs> just go. Wait <laughs> until. Just go pick up a master's degree. You know, like at Kroger or something. The way you get best. Anyway, so I was getting, I was getting observed by um, this woman who was over my master's program, and it was that same feeling of like. I was watching her watch me watch myself, like, out-of-body experience. The whole thing was going wrong. And I actually had felt like it was a pretty good day, because um, when there's a pretty lady in the back of the classroom, all of my students suddenly were like, oh, something's happening. Like, you
2: know, and they all,
0: like you. They all want you to do well.
1: shaped up a little yeah. bit. And I, of course, so my reaction to that was like, OK, I can relax. Wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah it was because of course then it was i was like we were going to do group work or something probably and i what i should have done is just say we're doing group work and mm-hmm. if a kid had said i don't want to do group work i would have said okay you're doing group work <laughs> but right. instead i i think i like upon, i like made a speech never make a speech oh, so you
0: were, <laughs> you were, you were so
1: me. <laughs> Never make a speech. <laughs> I was like, sometimes at everyone's job, and they were just instantly. It was like the whole room was like, Ugh. and so um, yeah. After the speech, she was like, "Don't make any more. Don't make any more speeches. Speeches are not really going to be useful to you, ninety-nine uh, percent of the time." And I was like, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like literally everything about it." She was like, "It was uh, fine, except." um, here's the checklist of things I wrote down that re- went long. wrong. Like every single moment I have a play by play of it. And I said, Oh, that's cool. Cause I also have one of those in my brain, but like, yeah, I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> now I have it written down. Uh, like paper. perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was, I had my, that first term, especially I had a lot of rough moments. They were like, here's an online textbook, use it. And I said, a what? <laughs> 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 I said, how do I use it? They were like, we don't know.
2: <laughs> and, I was, oh! and I was like, surprise. Okay.
1: Could so.
0: you like, not log in or? <laughs> Oh,
1: get it. I think I figured out how to use it. I did finally get a, a training or two on it, I think. But yeah, that was so... And like now I love this textbook, thankfully. Oh, that's but true. beginning of the beginning of my time, you know, so much of it is like, I don't know, just do it. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, or I can find my own stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, or like I, figure it
1: out. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, nice. first year. Don't want to go back there, really, ever. Never. And I don't have to, luckily, because of the passage of time.
0: <sighs> okay, well also you i want to say probably did 500 really good things and that is a whole other Thanks. subject is like being observed or being coached or be and i'm just i'm fixated on that cuz that's i do yeah. i don't evaluate but i do coaching and i 100% will never give a faculty member anything written down i have fully learned Just have a conversation afterwards, Mm -hmm. dude. Because they... And ask them first how it went. Because Mm -hmm. they will literally tell you everything generally. You know what I mean? Like We always know. It's never a lack of knowing what we should be doing, is what I think, in general. It's not a... Generally. Some people... Sometimes... Okay. To be fair, sometimes
1: people truly don't know. (laughs) But most of the time, it's not.
0: Most of the time, it's not. It's like, there wasn't enough time. There was this other... I was really stressed out. Like, there's always like six...
1: You scared me. <laughs> I'm scary. <laughs> yeah, you, you're being When scared. you walked in, you were scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I have about 1,000 uh, coaching stories from my first year where I would just sit in meetings that I was like trying to scratch off my skin, trying to get out of Ooh. there. It was so stressed.
0: Okay, I need you to just write me. I need you to write me a bullet yeah, list I'll, of what I'll, to do and what not to do. I'll
1: save them for a later time. <laughs> Please help me.
0: New podcast episode. <laughs> episode two. How can Julie do her job? <laughs> Okay, so both of you, I know your hearts, and I know 100% you are in it for for your kids, for the the kids in your classroom. And so I know you don't want to, like, exploit a story about your cute children, but do you have a story about a time they made you laugh or a time that that something has stuck with you or challenged you or or shifted? I mean, it could just be any story. Yeah,
2: because I teach kindergartners. You got (laughs) so many stories. (laughs) They're the cutest things. But honestly, the most valuable lessons I learned last year oh like during covid yes like with these kids who are experiencing school for the first time yeah in a pandemic with me like it's not even no yeah. me versus them it's us together wow so i like that first day where i had to like teach in person and online simultaneously, simultaneously. i still said it wrong you might sound it out but anyway um One of my kids who hated coming to school, and he was so um, verbal about it, which was fine with me, express yourself, advocate for yourself, but you're still going to do what I said to do. But You do not give speeches. No. I just, when
0: you you told that story, I was
2: like, Shamia, you wouldn't have done that. (laughs) No, (laughs) Active listening. Um, He said, he came in that morning, he said, "Um, I'm mad. And I was like, why are you mad? Mm. He's like, I didn't want to come to school. My mom woke me up. I was like, so what now? He was like, well, I'm going to sit at my desk and be mad. And I was like, well, what's going to happen after that? He's like, I guess I'll eat breakfast. I said, sound good to me? Mm-hmm. So then later on that day, I was sitting there like tears were at my eyeballs. I was just like, what am I doing? Uh-huh. And he literally looked at me. And I don't even know how he was inside my head. And he looked at me, no hand raised, no structure, <laughs> no management going on in this classroom. <laughs> and he said, Miss Hopper, you're doing a great job. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> you Darn know it? what? You're right. <laughs> yeah, kid. And he like, Aww. I was like, okay. And I made it through that day. Okay, last one though, because um, this one is like big for those who can't see me. Um, at the end of the school year, my only goal for my kids was to have fun, to be uh, a kindergartner. Yeah. These last two weeks of school, yeah. first time in school, you've we've rushed everything. Whatever you learned, you learned if you didn't, or whatever. So, field day was every day. And so, <laughs> so oh yeah, awesome. like, every, I was like, today's field day, y'all. And they were like, okay, what are we doing today? I was like, freeze pops, <laughs> ice cream. It doesn't even matter. Wow. It was so fun. I wore tight tights, like, the last week school. And so, one of my kids, she was so fast. She was the fastest girl in my class. Well, she was the fastest person in my class, mm-hmm. like, racing outside. And I was just like, look, girl, come on, let's go. So, she <laughs> raced a third grader. Y'all, I don't know what's in the food these days, but third graders are they're bigger than me and i'm 5'4 for the record
0: are you 5'4
2: yes my kids this year will be i would look me? up to them oh okay. i had an eighth grader my first year who was 6'2 that's ridiculous yeah <laughs> i just feel like people should share some inches like <laughs> it's just rude to just be that tall. <laughs> to be the same height as a second grader is pathetic right <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it's, it's a rough day at work when that happens <laughs>
0: Like, yeah. sit down, please. I, mean, I understand middle school, but you would think, like, if you're a teach- Anyway,
2: okay. <laughs> it was crazy. But we were, like, putting our classes against each other because, again, every day was field day. And I was like, um, I was like, you want to race him? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's yes. get it. So they start running. It's just them two. I cleared the whole field just for them. And she was winning, and he, like, pushed her, and <gasps> she fell. No. So I went over there, and I was like, um, she was crying. I was like, what's wrong? Mm. Like, I was like, are you hurt or are you embarrassed? She was like, I'm embarrassed because he pushed me. And I was like, okay, do you want to race him again? And she was like, no. I was like, why? Do you think you're going to lose or are you going to get hurt again? She's like, I think I'm going to get hurt again. I was like, okay, well, I'll spread y'all apart. How about that? She was like, okay. So she raced him again and she won. And I was like, what did we learn? She was like, don't give up. I was like, that's what we learned. Love it. And I was like, Shamia, don't give up. It doesn't matter if they're bigger or if you get hurt. Like, get up. Ooh, that's a life lesson for me. That
1: is, that is big. The Cinderella story. <laughs> I love that. Tell me more. You know, like, like in basketball, when they say, it's a Cinderella story. No. That's the only sports uh, metaphor I <laughs> Cinderella no. is a sports metaphor? Can somebody please help me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> have <laughs> ever watch the sports. <laughs> oh no, kidding. you're on your own. I'm like, last
2: slipper, too big, then because- when
1: the team is not good, and then they're good. <laughs>
0: Cinderella wasn't Stop.
1: pretty and then she was
0: pretty. Oh, yeah. The metaphor, we needed some unpacking. But, okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds
1: good, Lucy. That, that's 100% of the basketball talk I could do. <laughs> that was well done. It was
0: like a fairy tale. I get that's
1: it. Buddy. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I'm right. with you. Okay. The comeback. That's what I was trying to okay, say. Okay, guys. You'll love to see it.
0: <laughs> I, I would not have even thought of like making her do, not making her, yeah. but encouraging her to do the race again. That is why you are 100%. A better kindergarten teacher. <laughs> in I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay? You're li- wait. Is this kindergarten, third mm-hmm. grader. This is kindergarten.
2: Yeah, the kindergarten one who got pushed down <sighs> and rolled over. Woof.
0: I love, I love the gender piece in there. I love the do it again piece. I love that she made meaning of it with you, and then it helped you forever, and it will still help you. And now it will help me, and it will help everyone who listen to this podcast. All five, of, no."
2: There's a lot of people listening to this one <laughs> On graduation, yeah. I told her, I said, it doesn't matter if they're bigger or if they're stronger. Remember that. She was like, okay,
0: Miss Hopper. David and Goliath. Uh, the saying should be, that's a go. David and Goliath <laughs> there story. We go.
1: There we go. I want that one. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. let you have a rock and a slingshot? <laughs> really punching it up.
0: <laughs> Lucy, were there any races in your <laughs> middle school?
1: There, there were. No, oh. <laughs> Actually, since you mentioned it. So... <laughs> One of the... Here's the thing. COVID secretly did a lot of really good things. There were some at things. At my school. Okay. Like, I had an hour lunch with no kids. But where did
0: where they, they go? I,
1: outside? To another class and then outside, yeah. So our teachers, I felt like, had more duties all the See, time. See, normally that I would have lunch duty, but oh. I just jesus smiled on me this year and i I just did not have to have kids this year for whatever reason during the school year it's literally never gonna happen to me ever again okay never hope you enjoyed it i did you savored but Mm -hmm. um so especially like once kids were back at school and they would like go to lunch for 20 minutes and then they would go outside for the rest of that time or whatever um I would step outside with them because often I needed sunlight um Mm -hmm. like any person (laughs) would and there was one day they were like always racing each other or playing football Mm -hmm. or you know just always something sporty happening out there sporty (laughs) kids and one day I can't remember which kid it is, but some kid was trying to get somebody to race with him, and he just could not find a opponent. And I was like, "Don't even worry about it. I will <laughs> Was that you? you. love yes, it was no! me. So I stepped Captain. up, walked all the way down this hill to where the racing area was. Did you have good shoes on? Oh yeah, o- only good shoes. Everyday. Every day, teaching shoes. Teaching shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had on I had on the good Brooks. So oh, the Brooks. Okay. Brooks is not sponsoring this podcast. right now. (laughs) Um, But so we get down there and I was like, I'm a really, I'm a really hit it on the race. (laughs) And so I got into full like crouched like track star down. That never
0: is good. I just want to say (laughs) I tried that
1: recently with my kids and I like fell over. And I knew it wasn't going to be. So here's what I did. I got somebody to count us down. And they clapped like the gunshot at the start of the track race. <laughs> right. And he yeah. went off running, and I just did, like, one step and then stood there and just let him <laughs> it finish was a glory. Win. It was a glory moment. And he was like, you didn't even really race me. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. <laughs> and you still got to win. And he was like, yeah, I did still get to win. That was I, pretty good.
0: I, I feel disappointed about the story. Like, I, <laughs> I know, I'm picture, sorry. You just, like, take it.
1: You him. And I would love, love to, to tell you that I took down a seventh grader. I was like, I don't need that on film. <laughs> Certainly not. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been on film. <laughs> I, I uh, took my one step and that was it.
0: Well, I mean, one step. I feel
1: like it's a metaphor for something. One small step for teacher. One,
0: small, one, small step. <laughs> one mm-hmm. giant leap mm-hmm.
2: for the kid that i self-esteem? was Self esteem? No. I don't know. No, it's step. Reserve your energy for things you can do.
1: Okay, see you, <laughs> Shamia. Boom. There we go. Always are wise. <laughs> <laughs> but the, okay, I, I would like to return to the story I was initially going to tell. Them. <laughs> I'm so glad you told the right story. <laughs> Which is, so told I, right. one of the things that I learned my first year teaching is to, I just started keeping a list in tweet form, but I started keeping uh-huh. a list of every day I tried to tweet just like something good that happened at school. Oh, uh, uh, I have to
0: follow you. Do I follow, fa- well
1: you should not follow me oh but
0: it's okay we shouldn't have, like announce it on this podcast
1: but forever. I'll send you the I'll send you the thread though okay, because okay. it's all cute stories every day and so I was looking through that while Shamia was talking trying to remember some of the fun things and one of the great things about virtual teaching is that every time they would say something sweet it was usually in the chat box uh, and so i could screenshot yeah. it so i have a lot of screenshots that are very cute of kids mm. calling me auntie and stuff mm. which always just warms my heart i'm like <laughs> yes that's fine um but at the end of the year i gave them wait i'm gonna back up sorry rewind <laughs> so at the beginning of the year i knew i was going to give tests every two weeks because you had to or because you wanted to A little bit of both, (laughs) (laughs) kind of all the above, um, because it created a good routine really is what it was. And so, and they hate test days and I do not have much of a choice on how I give a test, which is it pretty much has to be multiple choice reading, a you know, like test prep test. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to make test days the most fun. And so every test day we would do raffles for bonus points on the test and they would get to redeem, um, their points that they get for participating in class for classwork passes, homework passes, that kind of thing. And also, I would make a meme every single test day. I made them a meme, like, special for that day. And so at the end of the year, I gave a survey being like, what should I keep? What should Mm -hmm. I not keep? And A, every kid was like, keep the memes. Keep doing the memes. (sighs) The memes are the best part, which very gratifying because you're so cool. Mm-hmm. They were all like old lady memes, I'm sure, but if you are not ruining memes, you're making the memes. <laughs> but every once in a while, they would be like, "This one's kind of funny." Now I'd be like, "I
0: gotta admit, yes. I gotta give this
1: one to you." Nice. Mm-hmm. But I asked the question on the survey: What is one piece of advice that you would share with students entering this class next year? Ooh, which I'm going to do every year for the rest of forever best. now because I got all kinds of good answers on that one. But my two favorites, I have a screenshot right here, um, which is do your work. This is the nicest teacher you could have so just do your work Ugh. which is true because i'm very nice unless you don't do your work and then i have to call your mom
0: and then are you mean i think you're still nice
1: not to people's moms no no i'm still nice but
0: just do your work because she's a nice lady and she's just trying to help us
1: yeah that's i mean i made a point of saying like i'm literally not even going to take off points if you turn things in just late this get year it in. just do it i would way rather you do just my work do it. You know? so okay. there's that okay. but also i had a student with a speech impediment this year who Sadly, was only virtual. I never got to meet him in person, except for like when he came for testing or whatever. Um, but he was yeah. not in my class, like okay. in real life, very often. And um, I never thought that I really had it like that with him, just because yeah. he was quiet yeah. and at home and like, it's hard. Just yeah. how much connection can there be over the internet? Um, but at the end of the year, he responded to that question and said, You can do it even if you believe you can't, coming from a kid who stutters.
2: Oh. And that's so good.
1: By the end of the year, he was reading for me all the time.
0: That's oh incredible. My God. Listen, good things
1: happened even online. Who? It's knew? crazy. I was like, I didn't even know we had it like that, but I am so stoked. I yeah. What resties. Besties from resties. Beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love PS that you tweet your reflection whatever to well, make yourself document
1: yeah it's like i could have done it just like on in a notebook or something but like a everybody loves cute child stories uh, like yeah. that's what everybody. we're doing everybody loves mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. Like and goals. b it's it just keeps me accountable because sometimes yeah. i forget and my friends will be like what happened? Did nothing good happen today? <laughs> and yeah. I have to be like, oh no, good stuff happened. I just forgot.
0: And D, when someone asks you on a podcast to tell a story, you can just like whip out your phone. Oh yeah, I have just, a list. Look like, through. <laughs> exactly. So many multiple choice reasons. Yeah. Why? Okay, everybody try that. Everybody try that. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it this year. <sighs> Stealing it.
2: Would recommend. Oh. Yeah.
0: Well, let me. Will you let me follow you? Yeah. You he's not gonna me. let me follow her.
2: A lot of big people follow me, so I'm mm-hmm. very conscious of what I post. My mm-hmm. yeah. secret. I actually, <laughs> I have a decoy Twitter account.
0: I do want to say a lot of teachers do, and I think
1: it is tricky. For uh, my children. Yeah. So that's the one social media that at the beginning of the year when they're like, we're going to find Miss Kaplan on Instagram. I'm like, good luck. Uh, I will pay you personally $100 if you can find me on Instagram. And I never can. But I have my one decoy Twitter account that I haven't used since 2015. Oh, I was going to
0: say, is that a dead giveaway when there's like no new posts or do you like keep it up with fake posts
1: no i don't keep it that up. would be cute cool. but they yeah. just they think it's hilarious mm-hmm. because there's a picture of me from 2015 Ugh. with a goat and so that's they're like we really got you miss kaplan like we you don't even know we goat. got the dirt on you, mm-hmm. you like,
0: like goats is that the dirt or that you have met <laughs> a goat
1: i used to work at a school um in Arkansas that had a baby goat living in the courtyard okay, of this school <laughs> they had a like community garden in the courtyard oh, it's mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there was a baby goat that lived there and I would take my students out there and we would read to her it's
2: that's good. beautiful it
1: was very fun I think it symbolizes that Lucy
0: is the goat you say it say it Goat. <laughs> <laughs> dab what other <laughs> can I say I'm so cool so cool. You guys, <laughs> our time is so sad and winding down. What lasts? Any last stories. Open call for any stories um, about anything you want to say or
1: not. Dot, 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 dot. I want to say that I teach the greatest seventh graders in the city of Jackson, Mississippi. Oh. And I can say that because Shamia doesn't teach seventh
0: graders. But if she did, <laughs> it would be really awkward right now. I
1: okay. would not be yeah. able to say that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're excited are you i have you feeling about next year about getting back to it
1: so stoked so ready mm-hmm. what, I'm, what ex- is
0: the plan do we know a plan yet
1: well with covid now yeah. with the yeah it's
0: not <laughs> looking so great all of a sudden with
1: covid no there is no plan to determined tbd but my school is combining with another school oh okay next this coming year nice. um and it's gonna be two schools operating out of one building with one principal I'm not the principal, so we'll see how that goes. And it's okay, because you're yeah. not. Oh, luckily I'm not the principal luckily, is what that sentence is. I am scared that
0: eventually you will end up doing that. I'm curious. Oh my god. Now for right now, you're like, no way, never.
1: Neh, no. And I'll I'll give you my reasoning. Okay. At a later date. But <laughs> off camera. <Yeah>. Off camera. <laughs> but I yeah, it's we're gonna combine with this other school, so that's gonna be like crazy and weird and fun. And New Kids. New kids, which is gonna be crazy and weird and fun. I'm gonna be the team lead of the seventh grade this year. What is going on?
0: Everyone on the podcast. These, Which, these teachers have just taught three years, and they are both team leads. I'm it's very
1: saying. fun. I'm just saying that's crazy. What can we say? The goats, plural. <laughs> they are the goats, <laughs> The greatest. The of all time. No. The go- the goatsot. G-soat. <laughs> um And not to flex or anything, but we're gonna do a whole unit about food this oh, year. Delicious. Are we gonna eat it,
2: like taste it, or I mean, we're gonna have to. I can't make yeah. the
1: children eat about read about food for nine weeks and then be like, we're not having a party with yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy?
2: I'm they would pretty, kill
1: me.
0: <laughs> I'm like 90 percent sure our 12th grade teacher is doing a senior sum on food, and I envision a collab. Nice. 7th grade, 12th grade, hey, any interest? Maybe I'll we'll connect you. Figure right that out. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm right about that. And I say that <laughs>
2: <early>. <laughs> on air. On air. In, in recorded. For the millions format, of in people they're <laughs> okay? gonna fact check me. Hey Joe Biden, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely listen. I to have listen. a tip for anybody who's listening.
0: <laughs> oh, good! I need a tip.
2: My tip is do it anyway. I was scared to teach special oh. education, and I did it anyway, and it was the richest experience I've ever had for two years. I was scared to found a brand new grade. out in a pandemic. I did it anyway, and it's working out perfectly. It will be scary when the kids come, but whatever. And I was scared to do this podcast, but guess what? I did it anyway. So do it wow. anyway. <laughs> Boom. That is so good. There it is. So good. What are you going to do anyway,
0: everyone listening? (laughs) I don't know. Call in. Call in. Oh, this isn't live. (laughs) (laughs) This should be a radio show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, guys. I love you both, and I'm grateful for all your pouring into the kids and the city, and I can't believe it's been so long since we've caught up. I can't believe there are so many stories about you. I don't even know, or who we who we are, or even who you you are when I see you at restaurants. (laughs) But next time I'll know. Next time I'll know. Um, And man, I feel like I should have something eloquent to say, but I feel like do it anyway is essentially now the title of this entire podcast. Uh, So I mean, do it anyway. I don't know, Lucy. Final words? Anything? Um, yeehaw. (laughs) Double yeehaw.
1: (laughs) 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 Triple yeehaw.